For David, <clears throat> so it's evening for for quite a few of us, and and morning for David. So David's getting a good start on our on our Friday. Good deal. Well, I'm glad you're all here. I'd like you welcome you to Maniac Marketers. I am your host Terry Allison, and uh, th tonight I thought that whoops, I'm jumping jumping screens here. Tonight I'd uh, uh, like to talk to you about, uh, or at least an introduction to developing the leader within you in a work-at-home business. Uh, actually, I'm going to turn this into a series and, and uh, give you uh, some stuff each week from this book called Developing the Leader Within You by John C. Maxwell. He's, uh, he's wrote quite a few <coughs> leadership books uh, Mainly for the church, but uh, it applies to to every, uh, everything. Uh, I mean, it's for the secular as well. And uh, it's a lot, got a lot of a lot of great ideas that I think it would be uh, great for our business, and and uh, and also uh, that we can share uh, our business uh, with other people. And uh, I think we have to be a good leader uh, in order to do that, uh, to do any uh, any business, to have any success. In a in any business, so uh, before we get to get to that, let's let's talk about you know why we're here. You know what's the reason that we even do a work at home business, uh, and uh, and you know since we've talked about dream building uh, before, and uh, if you know if this is not your first time, uh, you can think about that. Uh, you know what what is there that's keeping you in the game? So, uh, and it could be any one of these things. Maybe it's the lure of lots of money. Maybe it's uh, you know you've maybe you've seen those ads that uh, you know promise you uh, fifteen hundred dollars a day. Uh, maybe 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 it's uh, the promise of uh, two or three hundred dollars a day. I've seen this one ad. I forgot what it was. I think it's payday or something like that. And. Uh, this lady was talking about that she made two or three hundred dollars a day, and I forgot what she did, but she, uh, I think she worked outside the home. But uh, I was thinking, man, if let's say it's two hundred dollars a day, if you made two hundred dollars a day, uh, why are you working outside the home? You know, uh, because uh, for most people. No, they can't even do that in their jobs. It's like if you're only making ten dollars a day or ten dollars an hour, that's uh, and you work eight hours, that's only eighty bucks. 
And so if you have this, so if you're making two hundred dollars a day in a working home business, it's like, well, why don't you just do that? So, uh, so you know, so people promise all kinds of things, but the, but still, there's that lure of money. I was kind of following a rabbit uh, there for a minute. We'll, we'll we'll kill that for the moment and uh, and uh, starting to find another rabbit later on here. But anyway, uh, but people you know come to the business for the lure of lots of money. Some people, hey, they do just want a replacement income. They just want to be able to uh, not have to go out to work, and uh, they just want to uh, uh, be able to make that same kind of money in a work-at-home business. Some people are just flat fed up with their boss. Uh, they could just tell them to go to hell and that they never want to see him again and all that kind of stuff. So they're attracted to a work-at-home business because they can be their own boss. Some people want freedom and flexibility to be able to to, uh, to be able just to uh, you know, uh, go to their kids' school and volunteer. Uh, maybe they want to uh, start a knitting club or, or, you know, work at the library and just volunteer their time out. But they, they want to have that flexibility and that freedom just to go do it. Maybe they would do. Maybe they want to travel somewhere, go down to Florida or Hawaii. Um, maybe go over to. Uh, uh, well, I don't know that we'd want to go to Japan right now, uh, but, uh, but, you know, go maybe over to, uh, let's see, where are you at, David, over to Thailand? Maybe we could go see David over there and uh, and uh, just be able to have that time. You know, we don't have to go ask anyone uh, whether we can have the time off. We just, uh, we have the money and we just go do it. Okay, we can go see David over in Malaysia and... Uh, and uh, he could, he we could invite him to show us around. If he has the time, if he has the time and freedom. <laughs> but uh, and some people, they uh, they want to create a business, uh, a family business. Uh, you know, they want to get it up and going, to, just to be able to know that they created something, and they you know want to get their children involved and teach them. Uh, uh, certain principles in, in running a business. Uh, they want to be able to uh, uh, be able to uh, pass on a business to them. Maybe help them start their own business, or maybe they just you know it's like okay, well I made my money and and uh, I got enough to retire on. Uh, son, daughter, uh, I want to pass our family business on down to you. And you, and you just take it and you run with it, you know. And and the, I've showed you how to do it, and you just go for it. So, yeah, that's Butch's goal. That's cool. Be able to pass it on to your children. Well, in mentoring, we do want to mentor you to be successful in a work-at-home business. That includes using the tools that we have in our business and being a leader in your business. Leadership is very, very vital to your business. Uh, and like uh, 
Uh, and to kind of illustrate that, uh, John Maxwell has a story in here about a, uh, a sales meeting. The manager was just ripping up uh, his uh, employees and, and all that. And, uh, you know, he was basically telling them, you know, you low lives, you know, you ain't good for nothing. That's why our sales figures are down and, and stuff like that. And then, uh, so he, he says, I've just about had enough of poor performance and excuses. If you can't do the job, perhaps there are, are other salespeople out there who would jump at the chance to sell the worthy products that each of you has the privilege to represent. Well, then he, he points to a newly recruited, retired pro football player. And he s says to him, if a football team isn't winning, what happens? Well, the, uh, he said the players are replaced, right? Well, you know, the football player, you know, didn't say anything for a little bit. The room was quiet. He says, finally he says, well, actually, sir, if the whole team was having trouble, we usually got a new coach. So that's how important leadership is to your business. So you need to be a good leader in your business. And, uh, and we, we see this happen all the time. Uh, one of my, of course, my favorite college football team is uh, Oklahoma Sooners. And in basketball, uh, the last two years, uh, you know, we thought that we were going to have a, a great season. But the last two years was down the dumps. They had a, a great uh, Duke player. Well, the Duke player was uh, was good at playing basketball, but somehow uh, the coaching uh, didn't go down to the players or whatever happened. So they, they replaced the coach. And so, uh, you know, leadership is important. Now, you may think, well, I don't... I don't know if I can I can be a leader. Well, you have if you're going to be successful in a business, it's key to success. You have to be able you have to have the ability to lead others successfully. So, uh, what John Maxwell uh, says is that leadership can be taught. It can be developed. It's not just discovered, but it's developed. And, uh, and he says the natural-born leaders, uh, they always emerge. But to stay on top of natural leadership characteristics, they always have to be developed. So he, he has four uh, basic leadership, uh, I don't want to say styles because that's uh, a little bit different, but he breaks it down for us. And the first one is called uh, well, he gets four. Leadership can be taught. The leading leader. There's the learned leader. And then there's a latent leader. And then the limited leader. Now, the, the leading leader is born with the leadership qualities. You know, I was, I was thinking about that as I was going over this. You know, usually... Uh, the, the children in the family, the firstborn is usually the one that has the leadership, is 
born with the leadership characteristics. And that's if, you know, there's more than, he's not the only, he or she is not the only, uh, only one. Uh, if there's siblings, uh, most generally, I won't say always, but most generally, the firstborn is the one with the leadership qualities. Because, you know, he's the one that, uh, it's the siblings as they come along to do whatever uh, he or she wants them to do. So, uh, so the leading leader is born with leadership qualities. They have seen leadership modeled throughout his life or her life. So, uh, you know, they've seen it happen. They've learned uh, added leadership through training. So they you know, either been shown or maybe they've read books uh, on on leadership. Maybe went to uh, some classes. Maybe uh, like in high school or college, they were given some uh, leadership uh, positions and, and trained in those. And the lead and the leading leader has self discipline. That means that the the person knows how to stay on task and just uh, uses the time wisely that they, you know, it's kind of like uh, Butch's, uh, uh, I get stuff done today. They have that mentality. So they're self-disciplined. Now, you'll notice that three of these four qualities are acquired. Now, that first one I said was, you know, they were born with it. The rest of those can be learned. So our next one is the learned leader. Well, the learned leader has seen leadership modeled most of life, so they've they've uh, they've been exposed to it. Uh, uh, I wrote it down twice. I meant to write uh, has leadership has learned leadership through training, so they've been uh, they've been trained uh, uh, how to be a leader. They, uh, they also have the self-discipline to be a great leader. So, you know, they're, they're working on their self-discipline. It's, uh, it's in, in progress. Okay, this thing keeps kicking me out. Okay. And you'll notice on these qualities, all three are acquired. So that means that they can all be learned. In, in one way. I par uh, apologize for that second one. Uh, if you want to write it down, I'll read it again. Uh, has learned leadership through training. Okay. So our next one is a latent leader. A latent leader has just recently seen leadership modeled. So, you know, they're not exposed to it uh, quite as often. But, you know, they may, they may have seen, you know, maybe their mayor in the town or they, they've uh, seen a school teacher uh, yeah, uh, or someone that they've really looked up to, maybe their pastor or whoever. As, uh, you know, they don't necessarily see it all the time, but they see it quite frequently. Uh, they're learning to be a leader through training. So they're, they, they know that they want to be a leader. And they have the self-discipline to become a good leader. So they're, uh, you know, they're trying hard uh, to, uh, you know, do everything that they know uh, that a good leader sh 
uh, has to do to uh, to be successful. Uh, so it's kind of maybe <clears throat> that could be like in a, a well, it's kind of, we see that with our assistant coaches, don't we? Uh, apologize if people are not into into sports, but uh, you know we have a coach, and I'm just going to use football because that's what's on my mind right now. Uh, uh, football, they have a there's a coach, and then he has all those assistants. Well, if uh, those assistants become, you know, uh, they well, they go through their training and all that, they they have a particular job they do. They do. We'll just pick one. We'll say the defensive coach, and uh, and then you know that that guy's learning to coach uh, the defense squad. Well, then if they do a good enough job, well then uh, you know their uh, the coach recommends them, or maybe someone. Uh, from another team sees the work that as the assistant coach does, and so that they uh, go and hire that person to either be an assistant uh, defensive coach for their team, or maybe they even promote. Since you know, if he does it, if he's doing a great job, he uh, maybe even gets the head job, head uh, coaching job. So. Uh, that's uh, one area that I can think of that you know that we see a latent leader, and you'll notice again that all three of these qualities are acquired. Or, <coughs> excuse me, I need to take a drink here for a moment. <coughs> Our limited leader has little or no exposure to leaders. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I can't really imagine someone that doesn't have any exposure, but I'm, I'm sure there are. You know, maybe they, uh, maybe they live in the house uh, and uh, they don't get out much or something. Uh, but they don't have uh, hardly any exposure to leaders. <clears throat> uh, sometimes it's, you know, Maybe in your neighborhood, if you just stay in your neighborhood, everybody wants to keep everybody the same. So <clears throat> there's no one that really takes any leadership. Everybody is the same as each other. Uh, they have no exposure, or they're very little exposure to any any type of leadership training. There's no uh, 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 leadership classes around, or maybe there's no... Uh, Colleges nearby, or or um, convention centers, or you know something that would promote where uh, someone can come in and and teach leadership. But they do have the desire to become a leader. So you know maybe they can go get a book <clears throat> like I did. Uh, this is just one of many, and, and like they start off with developing the leader within you. Uh, and then uh, they build, you know, they have an inter they develop an interest in uh, in learning what being a leader is all about. And again, you'll notice that all three of these uh, can be acquired. So anyone can be a leader. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Well, there's also a, the, there's a big difference between 
leadership and being a manager. Okay. <clears throat> um, and I had a I had an argument uh, with some. Well, I didn't, really didn't have an argument. Uh, was in a leadership class. I think it was called Basics to Leadership or something like that. Anyway, uh, and this is at the seminary. But uh, it's talking about you know how do we how do we uh, get across to people in our churches as to what to you know what's right and what's wrong. And I said, well, first you have to uh, know where they are, and then, you, and then from uh, from that, then you work with them and uh, and uh, take them through a process of uh, learning, you know, what could be better for them if they uh, move beyond where they're at. And uh, and then this other person says, oh no, you can't do that. You're the you're you're the pastor. You know, you have a responsibility to tell that person, you know, what is what. You have to tell them what's right and what's wrong. <clears throat> and then, uh, of course, you know, uh, of course, I, I, you know, if somebody did that to me, uh, Jerry Lynn knows what I would say to him. And uh, but, uh, if anyone knows me well enough, they know what I said to him uh, or someone that does that to me. It's like forget you. It's like I'm never. I'm not going to listen to that. So, uh, so anyway, <clears throat> leaders are ma leader managers are long term thinkers, and I for that this I, <clears throat> uh, I so don't confuse. <clears throat> just leave the managers off. Leaders are long term thinkers who see beyond the day's crisis and the quarterly report. So they're thinking, you know, on down the road, you know, these little petty things that come up. It's like, okay, well, you just go and take care of that, and you know, don't don't bug me with it. And uh, or you know, what if you looked at this, this, and this, and this, and then uh, and then you know, whatever you find out, and you know, you decide uh, what's the best way to handle it, and uh, you know, get maybe give them several options or something. And then, and then, you know, you let them be the leader in making that decision. So a, a, a leader, you know, learn, you know, thinks long term. You know, what, what's, uh, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen three months down the road? What's, uh, what could happen six months down the road? So they're always thinking, always thinking ahead. Leaders' interest. And their companies do not stop with the units they lead. I don't know why they, I, I mistyped there, uh, the units they lead. They want to know how all the company's departments affect one another. They're wanting to know, uh, you know, how does, how does my department uh, affect the next department? So, you know, whatever decisions I make for my department, how is that going to play onto this the other department that we work closely with, or how's it going to uh, tie into uh, this one over here? You know, uh, so they're always thinking about you know the the effects of their decisions, basically. Leaders are they put heavy emphasis on vision, values, and motivation. You know, 
again, they, they, they cast a vision out there, you know, what could happen. Okay, I think I'm back here now. Okay, so they, they, they cast a vision out there, you know, uh, what could happen, you know, uh, if, uh, you know, we, if we did this and this or this. Or maybe they just cast a vision out there, you know, how could we effectively, uh, uh, promote our business, uh, you know, uh, you know, what could, what, how could, how could we see ourselves in the future? For instance, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, God, you know, we could, uh, you know, with our SEO knowledge and everything, uh, we could go out there and, and, uh, talk to these big corporations and, uh, and, and, and make even bigger money. Uh, so, you know, but you know, or we could do, you know go and and uh, and promote other you know people's MLM businesses or whatever. They you know if the money's out there you know and and, and uh, people would want to go to that and you know uh, you know there's a vision out there that you know that we just go and we figure out how we achieve those things to go out and do that. Uh, they they uh they value things they uh they value people they you know they just uh take in all this uh they're motivated they 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 know how to motivate other people as well you know oh come on this uh let's go get on the you know uh let's get on this train uh i i liked how uh uh Raymond Jewell uh last friday uh, was talking about Casting visions and uh, and uh, you know being able to tell the story. Leaders are people who tell the stories. They they know how to uh, to to motivate. Uh, you know they don't just uh, uh, push their stuff out there. They cast visions. They cast stories out there. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, but you know, they they motivate. And then leaders, our managers, our leaders have strong political skills to cope with conflicting requirements of multiple constituents. And that, that, that basically means that they know how to solve problems. They can, uh, any, anything that comes up, you know, they can, they know that there's a way around the issues. Uh, sometimes, you know, these are, they can be rather simple. Sometimes, uh, you know, they got to think about it a little bit. <clears throat> but they are problem solvers. And also, leader, leaders don't accept the status quo. Wow. So, you know, whatever just, you know, getting you by, a leader doesn't accept that. <clears throat> a leader is someone who's going to push themselves to be better than what they are today. So tomorrow, you know, like I want to be better than I am today. So I'm going to, you know, try to do things uh, or something. You know, it doesn't have to be big. Sometimes it can be just small step, and uh, and uh, but it can be a big difference in in uh, in my business.
So I don't want to accept the status quo. There's too many people <coughs> in a work-at-home business that is uh, okay with the status quo. And we know what happens to those people. Those are the people that are having the 90% out there that are failing in business. So they're, they're out there learning from people who accept the status quo. Uh, you know, they, people out there, are, you know, uh, they're just out there pushing their products and all that and because uh, that's what was always taught to them. <coughs> and so, you know, they're just doing what they have always been taught. So, uh, so they're being taught the status quo. Well, you don't want, you don't want to stand for the status quo. You want to be better than what you were. And so, uh, as we teach people our business, you know, we, we teach them, uh, more than just, uh, you know, just the techniques that we use. We teach them, uh, how to be leaders. How to be better than what they were. So, uh, he has a little, uh, thing about, uh, growing toward leadership. <coughs> Knowing how to do a job is the accomplishment of labor. So that's really the, kind of the bottom, uh, rung of, of, uh, leadership. Well then, showing others is the accomplishment of a teacher. And uh, I heard you heard me last week say about how I uh, love teaching people uh, uh, a particular task, <coughs> and uh, you know I could teach them, uh, you know, show them the same thing fifteen, twenty times, and then that one time when I I see their light come on, that I know that they got it. Well, that's you know the accomplishment of a teacher that they taught them something. And that uh, they get uh, great, uh, well, feel a blessing that, oh, yes, you got it, and I'm so happy for you. Okay, that's the, the, that's the accomplishment of a teacher. Well, here's the manager. Making sure the work is done by others is the accomplishment of, man of a manager. You know, a manager sees that they, you know, got to, got to have certain things done by such and such date and they press people to okay you got to stay on it okay and and no more than that they don't teach them anything they just teach them to you know you go and, and get her done well a leader as you might guess is inspiring others to do a better work and that's the accomplishment of a leader they're not only you know, and, and, a, and a leader could be someone who, you know, uh, that's in a management position and that they do have to have things done. But they, you know, are always looking to, you know, how could we do this differently? And they involve other people in that kind of a des decision. You know, so maybe if they're on a factory line or whatever or, or whatever job, How how can uh, how we, can we do this better? You know, can you think of some ideas? Or you know, you know, what if we did this and this? You know, what would our uh, you know would we make any progress in in, in doing something like that? Or would uh, 
would X, Y, Z steps be be better in, in what we're doing now, or or would that be worse? So they so they're involving people, other people, to to grow, and they they they, uh, they teach them the process of, of uh, how to think outside of what they normally do uh, in a in a situation. So that's a uh, that's leadership. Now, uh, so um, we want to move uh, from leadership to actually talking about what it is that we do in our business, and uh, you know, we, and this is where we want to mentor you and and uh, show you those steps and and uh, and and, and uh, how to be a better in your work at home business, and it's, and it's uh, showing you the the steps. It's a uh, you know, helping you think outside the box of what you're thinking now, what you're doing now. So, uh, we have educational marketing and relationship marketing, and really, there's you know, there's more marketing uh, than this. Yeah, you know, Bush makes a, a great point here, and that's uh, that's really true. Uh, uh, he believes that the goal of a good leader should be to work and mentor others, then simply fade out of the picture over time. And, and I kind of I, I agree with that a little bit, but I also agree that uh, uh, that you don't want to just fade out, but that you want to grow. Maybe there's uh, another area that you can grow into. So, but yeah. Uh, other people, you know, if you're if you're doing if you're doing your job, and I understand what Butch is is saying, uh, you know, if, if uh, you know he's teaching something, uh, and then you know you're catching on to what he's doing, you know, and that's you know whether it's using the tools that we have in our Vertex system, which I'll talk more about, or uh, uh, creating Facebook accounts and stuff. That you you know you're getting it and you're building your business and you're making it bloom. Well then uh, and then uh, you're growing and uh, and that also pushes your leaders to grow even more too. So that's why uh, you know I don't think that a leader wants to fade out, but uh, they want to grow possibly in a in a different way. And uh, and because uh, I don't I don't think that a person ever wants to quit quit growing because if they do they're dead. So, uh, you're always there. Yeah, you're always there for the person. So, uh, yeah, and you, and you're still you can still help them. You can still be a sounding board. Uh, still be uh, involved in some way. But yeah, uh, we all want to we all want to grow. Uh, we want to you know sometimes uh, as a person grows, you know. Uh, then uh, the, the leadership role, take, like say, takes on a different role, and that they, you know, can be a uh, a sounding board. Okay, you know, maybe you got some ideas that you know uh, that your leader had never thought of, and that uh, uh, they can be a sounding board for you. So you, you and you both grow from that. Okay, so there's there, there's a, a whole lot more than. Uh, uh, than these two marketing approaches, but this is uh, two that I want to 
focus on now because there's like article marketing and comment marketing and, and such like that. And those are those are also very powerful uh, uh, tools. Article article marketing. Uh, you know, I've I've put a uh, couple of articles out there and and uh, and they can be out there for uh, years later. Uh, I was just thinking of a, about a news press uh, article one time. Uh, it was from the New York Times, and uh, uh, they inter the New York Times interviewed me in Moreland, Kansas, of all places. And the reason why Moreland uh, was being uh, uh, even considered by the New York uh, Times was because uh, that particular county, which I was the, one of the pastors in, uh, that uh, had suffered the most uh, population drop in the whole United States, uh, and so and uh, and at that time, Moreland uh, was losing its school, and uh, so you know, anytime a community is losing its school, that's part of their identity. So you know, the, the town was hurt by that, and so the New York Times reporter uh, was. Uh, interviewing whoever he could find in town and I just happened to be in town that day so he interviewed me well uh, every now and then I see that little article uh, and, and article marketing is uh, a little bit different just but it, it made me think of this but it was a news Times a New York Times uh, article and uh, but you know that's that thing is still out there on the internet I run I run across it every now and then uh, uh, that I was interviewed by the New York Times as the associate pastor of the Graham County United Methodist Parish. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> uh, comment marketing, uh, same the same with that. I have uh, posted uh, comments to uh, other people, like in in forums and stuff, and uh, and I can uh, look through something, uh, maybe do a search on my name or. Or something, or uh, anyway, I, I see something out there that I wrote, uh, and it may be two or three years ago, uh, but the thing will still be out there. And uh, so, comment marketing is also very powerful. But let's focus on uh, educational and relationship marketing. And here's what those are. Okay. Educational marketing is providing information to the person searching for the answer to the question that he or she has. And if you provide the solution, the person will probably buy your product. Okay? Relationship marketing. Being able to connect with another person on some level. And if the person feels like he or she can trust you, you've, you've built a trust trust uh, in there so you have that trust factor uh, and the more that the person feels connected to you uh, in that relationship uh, the more likely they may buy your product and sometimes uh, the educational and the relational uh, marketing they kind of they kind of go together for instance if you provide personal stories of what you are writing about Again, building trust, people will make a connection with you. It is a way of putting your your hand out there. So you're educating them on uh, 
you know, whatever information that they're looking for, and you're building a trust. So you, you've got two things going on there. And so uh, you, can, uh, you can help them find their, their answer. And sometimes, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they don't, maybe they see that, uh, see your information out there. They're educated more on what they were, but it didn't quite answer their, uh, their problem. So, you know, they'll either keep on looking, or maybe if you've done your, uh, uh, blog write or whatever, you know, maybe you can, uh, point them over to some other information, uh, that you wrote that does answer their question. So it's all, you know, kind of how you, uh, you work your blogs and, and how you put them out there. You know, creating links and, and, uh, from one blog to another and stuff like that. Being able for a person to, to find your information. So if they found it once, you want to be able to find it a second and a third time and, and on. So we have the coming together of two ages. We have the information age, which we've kind of talked about a little bit. And, uh, and which we need to, like Butch says here, consider, uh, the reader when writing your articles. So we're providing information. And we also have the social community age. So let's first talk about the information age. Of course, you know, that's people, uh, use Google and Bing and Yahoo and, and whatever search engine, uh, that they prefer to go and look for their answers. Uh, to, to try to find answers to their questions. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Thirsty today for some for some reason. But anyway, they're going to use one of these search engines to to find answers. And as you might guess, the Google has the most searches a day out there. Uh, they have two billion searches a day, and it may be more uh, than that today. Uh, okay, because uh, uh, somebody made a uh, ref. I don't even remember who I was talking to now. That uh. Bing, Bing may catch, uh, catch, uh, uh, Google in the search engine market sometime. And, uh, and I don't see that. because uh, Google s seems to have a rather firm hold on their search engine market. They, they know what they're doing. And Google is, is one that, that it, we talked about leadership. Uh, Google has taken a leadership on, uh, being better than it was yesterday. So they're, Google people are always, oh, you're the one that said that? I'm sorry. Uh, well, you, you inspired me, uh, Jerry Lynn. Uh, but anyway, uh, 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 you know, Google is going to take leadership in, in, uh, in search engine. They're not, uh, they're not happy with staying status quo, and they're going to stay on, on top of their market. So I don't, I don't see, uh, that Bing has, uh, a very big chance in uh, capturing uh, that big of a market. Although they do have 10% uh, of the market, and uh, 
And I can say something for for Bing as well. And of course, Bing is a uh, I forgot who uh, all is involved in Bing. Uh, Microsoft and uh, and uh, wasn't it Yahoo uh, that's doing the Bing? I forgot. Okay. Uh, so even though uh, Yahoo is a compet you know competitor uh, with Google. Uh, they don't have that big a market, but anyway, to get 10% of the search engine market, uh, it's, it's doing a pretty good job for itself. Okay. Well, in the social community age, people are coming together to share common interests. Therefore, these communities like uh, Facebook, MySpace, Ning, Dig. Squidoo, YouTube, they've grown significantly over the last few years. Facebook, look at Facebook, man. Facebook is also another one of those that's a, I mean, it's relatively new startup. Uh, they started less than 10 years ago, uh, and maybe not even that long. And uh, they've grown to more than uh, 500 million active users. Uh, and half of those users are logging into Facebook every day. And I was just thinking about that just before uh, uh, we came on to our meeting tonight. Uh, on TV, I seen an ad by Wendy. And, uh, and they were inviting people to come to their Facebook page. It's like uh, facebook.com slash Wendy's. So, guys, uh, the social community uh, Facebook is uh, got it going they uh, a lot of uh, companies are going to go to Facebook uh, Butch uh, you know gave us the idea uh, here a while back uh, to create a Facebook page and uh, I believe but, uh, Butch's uh, page is uh, facebook.com slash ISDGT did I say that right uh, Anyway, he invited people to come to that. Well, not only should you go to that, igsdt.com, okay? And he's got the Facebook page uh, with those same uh, same letters. Vanessa created it. Yeah, and it was a good job, too, because uh, not only did I go and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, liked his page and or whatever you got to do to become a, uh, a member on that or, or whatever you call it, uh, I went and started my own. So that's, uh, that's where Butch and Vanessa, you know, giving us a leadership. Uh, they're not only uh, leading, uh, uh, showing us what to do, and uh, but they're inspiring us to go and do those sorts of things for ourselves. That's what leadership is all about. And, uh, and I hope you guys uh, you know, are doing stuff like that. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Vanessa creates all the stuff, and they and uh, and they do a great job together. We see their stuff out there all the time, and uh, and I hope that we're getting our stuff out there uh, as well. But, and, uh, and we should be gearing our stuff to uh, to Facebook because I think that uh, Facebook is going to be picking up more and more companies. Like I said, I just saw Wendy's doing it today, 
and I know other people are doing that too. Uh, they're getting on the game of uh, on Facebook. So not only do we want to put our stuff out there on uh, on Google, but we want to pay, put our stuff out there on uh, on uh, on Facebook. Okay, Proctor and Gavel, uh, they've gotten into the game too, it looks like. Uh, they got several. Uh, it looks like they have more than one Facebook account uh, for their for their stuff. So, uh, I think uh, Facebook is starting a trend for us. Uh, so, Google and Facebook. So, we can see how that's uh, going to probably grow even more. Twitter, man. Over a hundred, almost a hundred and six million registered users. And that's of the last April. So, and I believe I said that's probably doubled over a year's time if you do the math of uh, 300,000 people signing up per day. So that's probably more like 210,000 at least uh, people using Twitter. They have 180 million unique visitors come to the site every month. Man, that's a lot of, uh, yeah. I got so many friends on on uh, on Twitter that there's no way I can uh, see all their information. But there's a trick to that. Uh, that uh, the way you post to Twitter can make a difference. You uh, you post, uh, and that's what you got to learn about uh, on these uh, social communities is learn their little tricks. Because you can uh, make a keyword, uh, and it'll go to that uh, uh, keyword. Uh, I forgot how you post it. I think it's dollar sign and whatever keyword, and it'll go to that uh, go to that group. <clears throat> Sometimes I think you can start a, a new keyword. You know what? Of course, you know you need to be careful to you know be put stuff out there what people are uh, uh, searching for. So, in that sense, Twitter can be just like Google. <clears throat> so you got to put it out there a, a certain way. So it's, it's more than just posting. Uh, it's uh, posting in a certain way. So, and uh, if you got a Twitter account, uh, you can see uh, on there uh, there's you know, what they're searching for for that. You know, what's the hottest searches uh, for that day or for that particular time. Because uh, I think it's always changing, you know, whatever they're talking about at the time. <clears throat> okay, 50, over 55 million tweets a day, man. And, and we're talking about uh, search queries per day. There's 600 million search queries per day. And, uh, and like I say, uh, this is a year old, so I, I bet that number's even jumped up there. And uh, man, there are so many people that are using Twitter. Uh, people are t using their phones to tweet, and if you do it correctly, or you know, uh, you can uh, connect your Twitter account to your Facebook, uh, or Facebook to your Twitter. Uh, one way is that, uh, you can't do it anymore, but you can do it. Uh, can, you can do it the other way. So. You can still connect your Twitter to your Facebook uh, in some way. I think I had it going both ways once, and that may have been one of the uh, reasons why they they switched to, to that. So, 
So you can connect your social community sites together uh, in, in most cases. And here's something to consider too. Uh, Wall Street Journal, and this is recent information. This is back in February. I was listening to an iPodcast of the Wall Street Journal. And they said the age group between 12 and 17 uh, their email usage dropped by 24%. So these, uh, the next five years, these are going to be our young adults. And, uh, you know, they're the ones going to be, you know, uh, able to buy products and all that kind of stuff. Uh, most of these will not be under mom's, mom and dad's thumbs anymore. So they're going to be looking for information too. Uh, they'll probably be looking for a work at home business. You never know. Uh, Web-based emails dropped too by six percent. So it's almost like a, I don't think email will ever go away, just kind of like snail mail. But uh, you know they uh, they find other ways to uh, communicate with one another uh, besides email. Yeah, and who knows why that came about? Maybe mom and dad was was reading their the kids' emails or something, and it's more more private form to, to use Twitter. So, anyway, uh, whatever they, you know, whatever the young uh, adults are using, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, we can see in our future uh, for what we do. So, our product uh, that we promote is Trivita. They got all kinds of vitamins. Uh, they got uh, Nopalea, uh, which is an anti-inflammation uh, product that can uh, help with uh, inflammation in the body. Uh, you know, if you got sore elbows, uh, allergies, uh, asthma, uh, all that. It's just, it's a swelling uh, uh, in your system, in your body that's going on. Anyway, uh, as inflammation, and uh, and it helps with all that. You know, some people have a really great uh, response with that uh, and uh, and other people you know hey it it, it helps them uh, to be better than what they were so you know maybe they maybe it doesn't take all this all the hurt out of them but it, it can uh, help them uh, to be better than what they uh, were before maybe they don't hurt as bad so you know it's it's not just one of those oh uh, what I want to say, it's not a witch doctor drink or anything like that. Uh, you know, they, they don't promise that you're going to be cured instantly and all that. But it's a great product. And and all their products are great. You know, they got all kinds of vitamins, A, B, C, D, going down the alphabet. They got iron. They got uh, peaceful, uh, I forget what it's called, peaceful sleep, uh, you know. Instead of people taking sleeping pills, they can take, they can uh, help them go to sleep uh, at night better instead of trying to take a sleeping pill. Um, they got, uh, like I said, vitamin B. They got all kinds of energy drinks, uh, powder, you know, powder form, stuff like that. So, and not only do they have, uh, and they have a team of doctors uh, to do their research too, uh, and they constantly make their product better and better and better. Well, not only do they uh, want to make their uh, products better, because they, you know, they want to, they want to 
everyone to experience greater overall wellness, they also want to give you the opportunity to create wealth. So they have a book, uh, it's called uh, Health and Wellness, I think, or, uh, oh. it's uh, 10 Keys to Create Wealth is one side of the book, and the other side of the book is 10 Keys to Create Wellness, and uh, in both sides it has a, a little caption, to fulfill your life's purpose, purposes. So they want you to do great in your health and also uh, to be able to make money with it too. So they're 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 uh, they're out there for you. They're going to bat. Okay, we have a marketing system that that we use. Our SEO tools are in this marketing system, and uh, we got some pretty damn good stuff. Uh, and uh, and we got uh, this is the top of the line. This is not some of those virus uh, viral software programs and uh, all that junk that people want you to spend uh, thirty, forty bucks for that don't do anything. Uh, you're not you're you're going to get a whole bunch of things with this marketing system. Uh, you got you know the ability to create all kinds of leads. You got a classified ad system uh, that other people can come and, and post their classified ad to yours, uh, to your system. But not only that, you it gives you the power to post your own ads to that. And if you do it in a way that we instruct you to, uh, you're going to uh, you know get your stuff to the top of the search engines and. Um, and see some really great results. Uh, there's Splash Page Maker. Uh, you know, you do this in a com uh, uh, combination of ways that we teach. Man, your your stuff will be, uh, you know, right there on the front page of Google, provided. And I, I want to emphasize this: provided that you use key your keyword. And that you don't just use some random keyword like uh, oh uh, oh what's a I can't think of a uh, a, a good keyword that's kind of obscure you know uh, you know you want to put a keyword out there that people are looking for because if you're using something that uh, you like cactus juice. <laughs> uh, you know, if, uh, I don't know how many people uh, look for cactus juice, uh, but you know, if people are not, oh, okay. Uh, if nobody's looking for cactus juice, then uh, then that may not be such a, a good word to go after. But you know, it's what you have to you have to go after what people are looking for. Uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe they're maybe they're, they are looking for uh, anti-inflammation. Maybe they are looking for vitamin B. Uh, you know, you have to do. You know, we'll teach you how to do your keyword research and go where people are searching for. And, 
David got some businesses from it. Okay, great. Uh, anyway, here's some of the tools that's uh, uh, available for you. Uh, bulk mailer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some. So anyway, uh, we'll teach you how to use these. Sometimes, you know, uh, I like this uh, uh, one uh, hobo uh, player that you may have heard when I when you first came into the room. C6 Steve plays a three-string guitar, and man, he makes a lot of sound out of that thing. Uh, it's incredible. And I don't know how many chords you can play with a three-string guitar, but uh, and you know, he only maybe has three three basic chords uh, with that thing. But he there's a lot of power uh, in this uh, in this one song that he does. Actually, a couple of songs. Uh, anyway, you know, what if we could teach you to play your business, and you only had to hit three strings or three tools? And you get great results. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be worth it to you uh, to uh, to learn how to use this system? And then you got uh, all these arms and legs out there going and doing this thing and and bringing in your leads for you and uh, just really making that thing buzz. You know, that's the power. Of, uh, that's just a glimpse of the power of the Veritech system. And then we have a social community out there over at Tomorrow's Home Business. Tomorrow'sHomeBusiness.ning.com. I'll put that whole thing in there for you. Uh, you can post your information through blogs. You can put videos in there. And uh, we just discovered here recently that you know if you have a, a playlist of maybe several YouTube videos that you can just put your URL in. Or, uh, to look like you do it like you're loading up your uh, regular YouTube video, and it'll put the whole playlist in there. So uh, you can uh, you can share information from uh, from the tomorrow's home business uh, .ning .com. Uh, You can share that out there to Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Delicious, Dig, Stumble Upon, <coughs> man, and I and like every blog post I do. Uh, I put it in the community, and I just uh, I share it with all these communities, and, and I think it really helps uh, 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 promote my stuff up to uh, the top of the search engines. Uh, you you can you can uh, you can be yourself on uh, in the community. You can you know you can be uh, very creative, and uh, uh, you can you know if you know how to CSS code. Uh, you can put that in there and design your your own uh, page, or I can uh, show you where to go to uh, uh, to get the code, and uh, and you look for something that uh, that suits you. You copy the code and paste it over in the community, and uh, man, you can really doll up your your page to just really represent you. Like I say, you can be very creative. Show people who you are. Mine's got a uh, uh, a line of Harley. Davidson writers, and because uh, I that's you know like I say we talked about dream building, you know that's part of my dream building. I want to I want to see those Harleys every day. Uh, these profile pages they in themselves are promo promotable on the search engines. Uh, you can use the RSS feed 
put your stuff in there and uh, just really make your uh, your thing go <clears throat> and not only does it make your page go but you know everybody uh, doing this uh, uh, that's us working as a team anybody in the community can come in and and, uh, and you know whether they're in the group whether they're out of the group uh, it's, you know, it's, it's people coming together uh, for marketing uh, their product uh, even if even if it's not Tribeta, even if it's something else, uh, you know I don't discourage anyone. I did at one point, but uh, I learned from that that that's not the best way to to do business. Uh, but uh, you know, put whatever you want in there, uh, whatever you're promoting. Uh, and uh, and and the the thing is, you know, we can work in there and, and we can have fun. We can we can learn from one another. Uh, we can just have a uh, a dandy old time, and in our group, it's led by uh, the Wildcat Butch Hamilton. Uh, he he teaches us how to uh, to play our our tools. He teaches us how to to uh, teaches us those three strings to hit and make a lot of power out of our system. And uh, and um, where to go to gives us uh, ideas of. Uh, you know how we might promote, uh, and, and uh, you know he tries to unlock the doors uh, for us to be able to you know go do things and 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 like Butch uh, likes to experiment, do things a little differently here, and then uh, and see what kind of results he gets out of it. You know we can do that same thing. You know he teaches us uh, just how to be creative, and uh, and he teaches us how to be leaders. And that's what that's what this is all about is being leaders. And uh, you know, some people, you know, they don't uh, they don't always get it the first time when they when they come into a work at home business, and uh, and so you know they're they're out there searching, and finally they 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 find something. And, uh, and I want to share one of those stories uh, that uh, where someone that uh, you know loved to play the game and. Uh, but you know, he just you know had his doubts. He he worked hard, tried to be better and better and better uh, uh, every time he he went to practice. And uh, and maybe this is why my mind was on football earlier because I'm still thinking about uh, about this story. But I'm gonna I'm gonna read this letter again. It's from the Storms of Perfection, and uh, you guys will probably get this right off, especially if you know anything about about football. Uh, but uh, it really fits in here to what we're what we're talking about, being a leader. And uh, he says, Dear Andy, what a wonderful idea to have people from so many walks of life share their difficulties and disappointments on their way to success. May your book serve as an inspiration to all those who are facing adversity and choose not to give up the struggle. The rewards will be well worth their efforts. The 1956 NFL Draft was down to the last few rounds, and my dreams of becoming a pro quarterback were quickly fading. It had been hours, and the draft was almost over. The anxiety and disappointment were overwhelming, because I had been hurt most of my senior year at the University of Alabama. I did not anticipate being selected early but surely someone saw I performed well 
before I was sidelined with a back injury. Every name player in the country had been chosen, it seemed, and my name had not come up yet. Upset, I walked out of the room, and then the phone rang. Cherry answered. It was for me. The Green Bay Packers had me, had made me their choice in the 17th round. I was so happy. I would have signed for practically nothing. In fact, I did. 6500 Imagine that one compared to today's salaries. Whew. Making a team would be the toughest challenge I had ever faced. I would be competing against four other named quarterbacks, but I wanted this more than anything in the world, and I would be ready. I spent weeks before my first training camp getting in shape and refining my passing skills. I must have thrown, thrown thousands of balls through an old tire hung from an A-frame at my in-law's home. As my arm grew stronger, Cherry joked that the best part of the routine was the seven pounds she lost retrieving all those balls for me. Just a second here. Well, I wasn't expecting to get booted out on that, but I did. Okay. On with the story. In fact, this is page two. So there's my Paul Harvey impersonation. I reported to camp in July, ready but scared to death. It soon became obvious the Packers did not expect me to stay long. When jerseys were given out for our first photo session, they didn't give me a quarterback's number. My rookie football cards today show me wearing 42. Training camp was tough and the competition fierce, but the early preparation was paying off along with the extra hours spent every evening studying my playbook. When I went on the field each day, I felt better prepared and more confident than the previous day. That confidence enabled me to perform well in scrimmage and preseason games until, following the final squad reduction, I was given a new jersey, number 15. There are only a few times when I was more excited. The Packers struggled through three dismal years, 1956 through 1958, under two different coaching staffs, and morale was low. In a bold move, a little-known assistant coach, Vince Lombardi, was hired to coach the Packers in 1959. If I thought making the team was tough my rookie year, Proving myself to Lombardi was even tougher. My quiet manner did not impress him, but my work habits and stability did. However, he, felt, he still felt I was only good enough to be his backup quarterback. I prepared each week as though I were going to start, so when our quarterback went down with an injury in a big game, I was ready. This is what I had worked so hard for. I had to prove to Lombardi I was the best man for this job. We came from behind to win, and I was now the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. We were 7-5 that year, and our way to one of the most exciting eras in pro football. 
I spent 16 years with the Green Bay Packers playing for one of the greatest coaches in football history. The Packers' success under Vince Lombardi is legendary. Five championships and two Super Bowls during a seven-year span, and I might add that it was the first two Super Bowls, and I am proud to be a part of that history. Now, you guys probably already know who that is. Anybody want to guess? Nobody wants to give it a guess? I'm shocked. Bart Starr. But it goes to show you guys that, uh, you know, we come from all walks of life. We, we, we practice, we practice, we practice. You know, things may not go uh, like they should, uh, but, you know, we, we try to be better uh, each and every, every day. Uh, you know, we already have our starting quarterback position. You know, we have our, we have our work at home business. And, uh, you know, at first, you know, uh, it may not, you know, seem like, you know, you're, you make a whole lot and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if you stick with it, you do what, uh, you know, how we mentor you and, and uh, use the tools like we tell you, promote your Trivita business, uh, you know, get in the game and, and just, you know, try to be better and better every day, you know. You too are going to be successful. I mean, you already are. Uh, you have that business, but you're going to be you're going to uh, move that business to where you know you can be able to to hand it off to your your little running backs, your your, your children, and, uh, and you're going to be able to you know have that uh, leave a family legacy, and uh, and that's what it's all about, guys. Uh, you know, just growing and growing and growing. You know, be a leader. Uh, in your business, be a leader uh, to your family, and, uh, and guys, I'm, I'm that part. I'm really passionate because you know uh, every family needs a leader, and uh, and you need to and uh, and as we you'll learn, uh, and I'm and I'm learning it too. Uh, I've heard it before, but uh, you know every teacher or you know every speaker uh, you know needs to hear his own words uh, again and again and again. Because uh, I, you know, I learn uh, every time I do these presentations uh, something. Uh, sometimes it's just you know that self-talk of just you know hearing what I already knew before and and uh, and uh, and just hearing it again. So, well, I'm gonna uh, you know if anybody has uh, any questions or anything, I'm gonna to uh, undo the microphone here and just uh, let whoever wants to. Come up and ask questions or say whatever. Uh, it's on your mind. Uh, I'll let you have it. Okay. Uh, well, I thank you all for coming. I'll put on the music and uh, and I uh, uh, thank you for coming. Funds for an old bow, old as John. <laughs> What's the use saying that I love you? 
what's the use of saying the sky be blue? Don't need to talk about how we'll be round. And I don't need to promise I'll be true. But I never promised the day. The rain never promised the sun. It just seemed to work out that way. And just like that, I'll be back when the day is done. Cause my home is where your blue eyes are. And my town is where your brown hair falls. And my country's where I'm in your arms. And my world that goes just too far. Sing you a song tonight Or write you a letter in the sand You know that I know that you know I'll always be a loving man So let's get down to plain speaking You're the reason my heart keep on beating And that's about as deep as it's gonna get Some say you're the only thing I got that's left Cause my home is where your blue eyes are And my town is where your brown hair falls And my country is where I'm in your arms And my world I thought just too far Yeah, my home is where your blue eyes are And my town is where your brown hair falls And my country is where I'm in your arms And my world I thought just too far
What's the matter? Can't you hear? Hear me out.